really the the biggest disadvantage to growing up in Hayden is Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hayden Outbound Podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Shane. And I'm Jeremiah. Jeremiah's a special guest today here to talk about the disadvantages of growing up in a small town. So he grew up here in Hayden and moved away, and then he's going to come back like a big boss and tell us what's all <laughs> wrong with our town. Yeah. We can't start there. No. That's the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Before we do that, everybody's been wondering about the roundabouts. So round and round we go. Around. That's a different thing. That's a yeah, different yeah, that's different. So roundabouts is heavy. So we're going to talk about that. Talk to Alan Armstrong on Friday, and he gave me permission to give a bullet point list of the update. And then number two, talk to Stephen Glover, friend of ours, Coach Glover. I call, I've always wanted to call him Stephen, but he's Coach Glover. Co- I mean, there's no Co- disrespect. Coach Glover. And uh, he told me the scoop on the game at Dora on Friday night, so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to get to Jeremiah and let him tell us what all's wrong with us. <laughs> that, that could be a lengthy list. <laughs> yeah. Or what he knows that's wrong with it's us. Tricks. He can't know everything that's wrong. <laughs> everything that I remember is wrong with him. There you go. <laughs> All right, well, let's start off with Alan Armstrong. If you would, get that pulled up. I've got a bullet point list here. And uh, first of all, so thank you, Alan, for taking my call on Friday and giving this information. So we're just going to take it from the top. Uh, Whitaker Contractors. Yeah. And that's who... Got the bid, who's doing the business here. So Alan and his team met with him a couple of weeks ago at Parking Ride before it was, a, I guess, a parking lot of pipe. I think that's what it's turned into now. The lay-down lot. The lay-down lot, yeah. You're not – oh, that's fancy. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. going to tell why you know terms like yeah. that here soon. You, you can explain that. You're not that intelligent. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Uh, obviously, 31 was delayed being shut down, but it's shut down now, and that's caused some questions out there. But it's only – you know, 31 is not shut down. Just the exit past the parking ride is shut down. So that's happened now. It yeah. was delayed, but it's it's official. Uh, the only other shutdown, and he wants everybody to know this, the only other entrance that will be shut down throughout the entirety of this project is going to be White Oak Trail, which will affect me because I'm a smoke rising, and that's in phase four. So not anytime soon, phase four. Are there different levels of smoke risings? I mean, are you? Oh, yeah. Sector mm-hmm. one, sector two. I don't know about that. Well, you get the valley, the oh, valley, the valley folks. smoke risings. Yeah. I forgot about those. Yeah, I, I spoke to the HOA presence the other day. Yeah, I had gotten trouble there with the HOA, but we'll talk about that. That's another story. So the 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 company, and I don't know if you want to talk about this now. The company is at Whitaker. Are they local? Are they? They're uh, actually out of Gunnersville, um, okay. Gunnersville area. They are a huge contractor. They just built a facility in Hansville where they're shipping in their own asphalt now off the rail. Oh, it's wow. a huge facility. Have you seen that where the old Southern States building is? Like if you go up 31 North, it's up there on the right. Um, yeah. So they're a big company, but they are local contractors. They do most of the resurfacing down through 160. Uh, they've got like one or two guys that are uh, there. Shane's a civil engineer. <laughs> I mean, I kind of pay attention to those just, things. I mean, it's just what yeah, I do. Yeah. You know? they got one or two guys that are flagmen that have been with them for five years. I know it's Whitaker when I pull up the flagman because it's the same boy that's uh-huh. been there for five years. So anyway, they seem to do a pretty good job, though. Otherwise, the DOT wouldn't let them continue to work. I think they'll get the job done. Maybe more than you bargained for, but there it is. <laughs> uh, so they... Let's see. They plan to keep 160 ramps open throughout the project, so on and off of 65. Plan, no plans to shut those down at all. Let's talk about project length. 215 
working days. That's the key there, working days, not 215 calendar days, but days that they're working on it. And one caveat, that 215 days can be extended if weather Mm-hmm. gets crazy yeah. and well, that's understandable, it's understandable. I mean, that's yeah. to help the contractor I mean anytime you get out there and you rain you can't pave can't work they can't expect that to be held mm-hmm. to tie you down there on that contract so and then anybody want to guess how many roundabouts there will be how many circles how many circles there will be I saw some picture on Facebook it looked like a, uh, a knuckle what are those things brass like? knuckle brass knuckle that's not accurate, though. It's three. So it oh, would be uh, a brass knuckle for somebody with a missing a finger. Missing a finger. So three roundabouts total. That's what it'll be. I don't have those exact placements. Well, it'll be... So So if you want to speak to that... Yeah, please be, civil engineer, man. Excuse me. There'll be one on uh, the exit and entrance on the westbound side of 65. There'll be one on the exit and entrance to the interstate on the eastbound side and then also one at the 31 north interchange there so so for people that aren't good with cardinal directions like me i'm sorry the eastbound would be 65 north correct and the west side would be 65 65 south south. that's correct yeah very Near good. the Nazarene Church and in front of Logan's. In front of Logan's, yeah. For those that are even worse, if you're you local, exactly what you're yeah. Exactly right. yeah. yeah. If you're from Hayden, that's no problem. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, no businesses should be affected. I, that was a, a question that I had. I was wondering if any business would have to shut down for this on Logan's, Valero, or anyway, Jacks. No plans are are in place for businesses to shut down. They should continue. Well, I guess as usual. that White Oak Trail, you got that. Doctor's offices up there, you got right? the but you can still access that on the back by white real estate. That road runs up through the there. Very nice Traditions road Bank, that runs through there. yeah. Traditions Bank back there, and then Ships Pharmacy is there by Logan. So mm-hmm. all of that would, sometime or another, have to be accessed through that back access. Yep. And the last thing, Alan wanted me to let you guys know to keep his Facebook page up uh, looked at for updates. He said he would be posting. Anything happens, any any new information will be on his page, and then he tries to share that out to Hayden, all the Hayden pages, so on and so forth. You know, the, the roundabout deal has really been a hot topic because a lot of people just don't – they just don't like them. And, I mean, I don't know any other way to put it. No, and in my experience – Yeah, tell the, us about that. So – what What is your experience? I, wor- working with an international company, I travel overseas a lot, and – roundabouts are as common, if not more common than traffic lights. I'm a big fan of roundabouts because it keeps the flow of traffic going. I'm not going to pull up to a roundabout at nine o'clock at night with no traffic and have to sit there and wait for the light to turn green so I can go. It keeps the flow of traffic going. You're not going to sit here and be stuck at a red light for no reason. I'm a big fan of roundabouts. The people that I've seen that don't like them are people that have never used them. Yeah that would rather sit at a traffic lot for two to three minutes when nobody's coming. There is nothing I could stand worse than sitting at Cleveland at 160 and 79 highway at 10 o'clock in that evening or at night. And you're looking both ways. Yeah. You can see all the way to Locust All the way to Locust Fork, all the way to Blountsville. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, why am I sitting here? Yeah. But you know, just as soon as you ran it, Cleveland police would be there to oh, yeah. light you up. Well, a long time ago, they didn't have police department. Your chances of getting pulled over are a lot less. That's true. But now that's not the case. He's there. He's ready. So, so it's so nice now, to your point, you pull in 
you just go right on around and keep on trucking right on whatever direction you're going. Aniana, Lokes Ford, Lonsville. But nowadays, it's probably going to be difficult for people because it requires you to pay attention when you're driving. Right. You get, you're going to have to put the phone down. Put the phone down. Hey, I'm about to go through a little traffic obstacle here. Let me, I need to quit. Quit playing on Facebook. Quit watching YouTube. Quit, quit watching quit the Hayden Alabama podcast just for a just second while, while you go through the roundabout, and then you keep going. Let's uh, let's also try to give Alan a little bit of a break because he is our county commissioner. He's not really over that project, mm-hmm. so uh, thankful that he was able to take some time yeah. and, and give us some points and maybe some information that he does have. But just know, hey, don't rail on him too much. Alan's Alan's just the messenger. He's not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, any anything to do with that project other than just kind of the liaison between right. the county and the state. That's correct. Let's talk about Wildcat basketball. It's a good shift. Coach Glover. <laughs> oh, Coach, Coach Glover, Glover. Who we all know, like, trust, yep. love, good dude. Mm-hmm. They went to Dora on Friday night. You know, a couple uh, last week they went to Coleman. And that Coleman, I just want to say, was legit. Yeah, they got some ballers in Coleman. I've never seen high school basketball at that level. Yeah. You know, they were 6A state champions last year. I believe that's correct. We all played. They moved the ball so fast and mm-hmm. shoot so well. It was mind-blowing. And, and you know, we got beat, but I, we, we, we did get embarrassed. Yeah. I think our kids played good. But so they traveled to Dora, talked to him. Thanks, Coach Glover, for taking my call. And he gave me a little bit of feedback. He said that the team played well. Dora's got a very good team. And uh, he feels like that they're good enough to probably win their area this year. His constructive criticism as a coach, and coaches should have constructive criticism, is that they could have protected the ball a little bit better. And he said that's something that they'll be working on going forward. Uh, But he was so proud of them. And you could hear it in his voice when he was telling that they were down by one point with 30, I think he said 30 seconds left to go, and they called timeout, drew up a play, and he said the guys enacted it perfectly, got down there, scored scored the basket, went ahead by one, played defense, got the rebound on the other end, and won the game by one point. Awesome. Go Wildcats. Yeah, yeah, go Wildcats, man. Uh, So, guys, congratulations. Keep it up. Right. Uh, If if you've not watched the Wildcats, man, make some time to go watch them. Absolutely fantastic. I always like watching high school basketball. That that's pretty fun. Yeah. How f- the season is pretty new, right? Like oh, it, absolutely. It just we're two to three weeks in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, a lot of teams like Locust Fort still in football. That's right. State playoffs, and man, they've had a fantastic year. They just set a school record, twelve and zero. They're wow. undefeated, number one scoring team in the state Damn. with an average of fifty something points. That's hard to believe. They put a whooping on that guy, on them folks in the first round. I mean, they didn't write oh, out. They got five, if I understand that correct. Mm-hmm. They got five, five this weekend. Did, that's you, gonna be did you know that's where Barney is from? <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I wish you were serious because that would have been really, uh, it's a unique Speaking name. Of Otis, I mean, you bring a Otis there. Uh, <laughs> big Andy Griffith fan here. <laughs> Well, we're gonna give the, we're gonna give the mic we're gonna give the mic to you on a smooth transition there with that comment. All right, Jeremiah, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this podcast. So, what are the disadvantages of being from a small town? So, for those that don't know me, grew up 
born and raised in Hayden, graduated class of 2002, a year behind Shane, two years behind Philip. Uh, good times. Good times. Man, it seems like a, lo- a lifetime. Like a, lifetime lot, a lot has happened since yeah. we've all graduated. Well, I mean, well, a lot has happened in my life, your life, yeah. Philip's life. Yeah. You were a Marine for a yeah. while. Yep. So went to Wallace State out of high school, like, you know, 90% of the 10% of my class that went to college did. Hayden North, that's what we called it, the Hayden North campus. Um, you, know, you know, one thing about being from a small town is is the accountability of everybody knows you. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I, you can't go buy gas without coming home, before you get home and mom saying, hey, you got, why'd you get so much gas? Or, yeah. you know, somebody said they saw you at the gas station. Why'd you get this? Yeah. Uh, it's. Yeah, you were supposed to be home five minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they called me when you left the they gas station. They called sta- me when you left yeah. the gas station. Yeah, you you weren't you weren't yeah. here five minutes. Yeah. ago. where'd you go? Right. So so when I when I go off to school in, in Tuscaloosa, I still have that stigma on me that somebody's watching me. Somebody's gonna tell my mom what I'm doing. So now I've I've got to make sure that I'm going to class because if I don't go to class, my dad's gonna call. Hey, what are you doing? You're supposed to be in class. Why aren't you in class? Yeah. And all, all that was done without Life 360. Yeah. That's true. That was way. back before Life 360. Before iPhones. which and, and mom and daddy knew right where you were at. Right. That was back in the Nokia days with Snake mm-hmm. on the on Yeah. The Nokia. Great game. Yep. Uh, and, and then, you know, when I, when I get to Tuscaloosa, I'm talking to my friends that grew up in these bigger places, and they're talking about the things that they experienced in high school with things like drugs and stuff, and, and they're talking about these things. I've never even seen some of these things. They're talking, and I'm like... Holy, the, why why didn't I have this in Hayden? I mean, you and I talked about this. Like to this day, I've not seen some things that people saw when we were yeah. 15, 16 years old. Yeah, which which is a huge advantage. Yeah, because I, you know it's kind of embarrassing when I when I'm at twenty twenty one years old. So, you know, you you have this idea that you want to experience this stuff. But being on the back side of that, you realize, man, I'm glad I didn't because I was Sorry. never presented with the opportunity to do something yeah. that would change my life in the negative. Yeah. And not just change it for a day or two. No. But completely alter yeah. the, 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 the trajectory. Of your life. Um, so the, the safety aspect, the, the not being presented with things, yeah. the, you know, just everybody knowing my business. So a lot of kids would probably hate that. If there's a young person listening right now, they're thinking, why is he saying accountability is a good thing? Why is he saying that people knowing my business is a good thing? Because with accountability comes responsibility. Oh, that's a Mr. Arnold quote. It, is it? I, that is Mr. Arnold so at its finest. Standard diploma guy here. Yeah. Uh, oh, you didn't have Mr. Arnold? No, never had Mr. Arnold. I, I, he got on to me a lot in the hallways, yeah. but I, I never had him as a, as a teacher. That but, is one of, my, one of my takeaways from Mr. Arnold. That and the fact that I could sleep through math class and still make 100. <laughs> now, I don't know how I did it, because you're, did. you're an engineer. In math. Yeah. I don't want math. to talk about that yeah. anymore. But... but with that accountability comes responsibility and it's responsibility. You have a little bit of it when you're in high school, when you go to college and you live in this fantasy world of, I've got to wake up by 10 o'clock to go to class. But all that grows. It's just a seed that gets planted and it's being watered the whole time. So that when you get out of school, it's grown into a tree of this responsibility and you, and you can handle things. Uh, And also being from a small town, when I come back, 
to Hayden, not much has changed here. Not much. Y'all have got a Mexican restaurant and three to four dozen dollar generals. We do have a lot of dollar things. Yeah. So one which just opened was that yesterday. I saw that somebody went shopping. It's open. It's open. Well, somebody somebody posted that on Facebook. Anyway, so well, sorry. No, but it, not much changes in these small towns. But as is that you, good? As you get away from a small town and and you start experiencing other things, every time you come back, you're coming home. Sure. So the consistency creates it allows it to be home. Yeah. So I want to speak to that just a second. We all, well, now there are exceptions to every rule, and some people have horrible home experiences. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the extremes sure. here. I'm saying a normal childhood, normal. I think we all have a picture of home that brings, yeah. like I've got chill bumps kind of right mm-hmm. now. When you think about home, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying that because it's a small town, because it stayed consistent, you are able to every time you reflect back, every time you come home, you get that chill bump, that mm-hmm. positive emotion. You're happy to be here. Yeah, I'm. I'm. The more things change, and we talked about roundabouts and Dollar Generals, yeah. and the more they change. And Shane, you said this earlier. The more they stay the same. No matter how long you're gone from Hayden. Yeah. When you come back, you're coming home. Yeah. And it, that's not that's cliche as it sounds. It. It truly is. Go to graduation. I'm still seeing my teachers that I had in high school. Mm-hmm. And Miss Howard and Miss Edwards have not aged a day since I Doesn't graduated. Doesn't seem that way. Ha- not a day. <laughs> Maybe but, something in the cafeteria. It must have been the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's what it that's, is. That's right. But The school pizza. Yeah. But And, and still, when, when I come home, I can't go to a gas station and hopefully I see somebody I know. Yeah. Because yeah you're I, looking for it. Exactly. Yeah. You st- Twenty years ago, I was shying away from it. I don't want. I'm not going to go. I'll wait and get gas in Warrior, where I'm not going to see anybody I know. Yeah. But wait. Yeah, but now I'm gonna. I, I probably need to get gas here in Morris on my way home yeah. to Hayden. Yeah. But if I wait till I get to Shell or Logan, I, I still might call, run into Coach Glover. I, right. I still call it Shell or Logan's, the Valero <laughs> sure. or yeah, the Sunoco. We had, we couldn't figure out who, yeah. which was what yeah. earlier, right? But it's the Shell station. But you look forward to that seeing those people that all your life you would see them everywhere you went so and you and I said oh, you, you when we when we saw each other earlier you said hey man you see anything you see anybody from school and mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back you know I really don't see a lot of people from school but I have the best chance to see them right here you know and I, I live here but if you want to see the people from school when softball and baseball season starts back up and they have park day just Go come to, to Hayden day. absolutely well, You'll have to look around a little bit, and there'll be a lot of faces that you don't know, but that's yeah. you have a really good chance of reconnecting with some of those. Like mine was James Colwell last year. Sure. haven't seen yep. James in a long time. And when I saw him watching from one of the fields, I said, there he is. I know exactly who that is. You saw his calf muscles from there. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, and then there's that awesome reconnection. You remember this, you remember yeah. this, you remember this. Speaking of remember this, remember when we left his car running all baseball Absolutely. Practice, I'd love to tell that. Well, that's, that's another time. Then you put diesel fuel in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just good. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it becomes a, a, a high school reunion sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, when you're in high school, that's the last thing you want. That's true. You want to but get wait till you get out. Yeah, but, but you know, not to, not to sound like some, you know, washed up, right? Some boomers here, as, yeah, as the right. kids say, yeah, boomers. Uh, 
but that you start to realize that 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 is nice to come back and see. You get a hug from Shane, who I hadn't seen in twelve, so, wow. fifteen years, yeah. uh, to to see these people and reconnect. So, the, yeah, the accountability in the community of a small town is is something that I could not escape. And it and the benefit that it, they people contribute to your life. They add little building right. blocks to your life by giving you experiences, mm-hmm. and they make you essentially who you are. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine being from a place, you know, everybody wants to be from the big city. I couldn't imagine being from a place where even if I went back, I wouldn't know anybody. Right. Because I was, it was so big that I couldn't learn anybody. Yeah. But here, I've said this before, in 1997, I could drive from Armstrong Loop to the interstate and wave at every single person I passed, which wouldn't be that many, and I knew every one of them. I mean, yeah. literally, it's the... The the the, uh, the what do you call it the steering wheel yeah. wave <laughs> because I knew I call that the Shane Thomas yeah <laughs> <laughs> waved at everybody who was yeah, that everybody. I don't know I just wanted that was yeah. hey who was you that's what yeah. I said hey who was you that's just good stuff though I yeah. love a good steering wheel wave mm-hmm. it's true it's true yep so so you've named a lot of advantages but you have not really named any disadvantages. So that's what this is about. So what is the disadvantage of growing up in a small town? Having been gone for the ability, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. having the ability to look back, really the, the biggest disadvantage to growing up in Hayden is having the mindset that you are at a disadvantage mm-hmm. from growing up in a small town. There, there's no difference between growing up in Hayden or growing up in Hoover or Atlanta or New York. Everybody has their own experiences, but growing up in a small town molded my life in a way that I I wouldn't trade for the world. It's true. And it has not limited you. You just mentioned earlier, you're an international businessman, essentially. Yeah. And some people say, well, how did you do that growing up in a small town? Right. What do you mean, how? As though that was a negative, you're saying it's positive. Yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, it, it and and people value the people that are from a small they town. They really do because that's a good point. Hey, I'm I'm from I grew up in Dallas, and I, man, I just don't want to work with that guy that's from Atlanta because he's a jerk. Yeah, but I can work, I would much rather work with Jeremiah because of where he came from. Sure. He, he's grounded, and I'm not saying this to blow myself up, but you can you go anywhere. You can tell the difference between people yeah. who who aren't from small towns and who are. Yeah, and people just like working with that more down to earth it, it, it grounds you more um, so it goes back to the accountability piece mm-hmm. part of why that why you're molded in that way to be respectful honorable treat yeah. people like Have because here in this small town if you were known as a person who treated people poorly who did all those things everybody knew it not yeah. just some people Everybody, everybody mm-hmm. knew that, and they would stay away from you. Yeah, they wouldn't. They, they wouldn't, wouldn't deal do business with you. With you. Nothing. That's they right. wouldn't have anything to do mm-hmm. with you. So that lesson and letting accountability do what it does can mold you into a better person. Yep, absolutely. To be ben- to ben- be benefited by later mm-hmm. on in life. Yeah, I believe in it, man. I love small towns. So the big disadvantage, just to recap real quick is believing the lie or the stigma that being from yeah. a small town is a disadvantage. Right. Right. What a turnaround. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a believer. I'm, my, how the tables have turned. Yeah. You know, that's one of the reasons that we started the podcast is we love our town. 
And we believe it's a great place. And I wanted this to be wholesome content. That's a driver because there's so much filth out there, so much negativity. I wanted this to be wholesome. And I wanted it to build up our community and uh, talk about it. And man, that is pretty cool. We are doing some cool things. Mm -hmm. Well, that is kind of unique. I'm proud of that. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Well, and Philip, I've told you this, and I want to thank you for this podcast because somebody who hasn't lived in Hayden and 15, 20 years. I've never felt more connected with where I'm from since moving away than I have when you started the podcast. That's strong. And and it keeps you involved in in where you came from. When people ask me where I'm from, I don't say I'm from Trustful. I do, but I say I'm originally from Hayden, 30 minutes north of Garden, Birmingham, directly between Birmingham and Coleman, but now I live in Trustful. Yeah. You so, always come home. That's right. Always come home. So thank you, Philip and and Brad and Shane. You know, everybody that's put into this podcast, thank you for that. Because for somebody like me who had not involved in here, except for my mom still lives here, it keeps me engaged and connected to where I came from. That means a lot. That's, I don't know that you could have given a better compliment, to be honest. So, well, Jeremiah, I appreciate it. Well deserved. Not only the compliment, but I appreciate you driving all the way up to be part of the show today. It's a long ways. It is. Trust Vegas. Trust Vegas. And you know, there's no, and I've I've said this a million times, I'll say it again, there's no easy way to get to Trust Vegas from Haiti. (laughs) No. It doesn't matter. If you take if you take ways, it makes you go through Nyota, yeah. through Trafford, yeah. through all through, through Palmerdale, all, all the way roads. back back roads, all the way. But being from a small town, back roads are what this I prefer. That's what we do. Yeah. This is yeah. what we do. See some see some of God's creation. That's right. Shane, thank you again for the, being here. round two, repeat, yeah. and all that civil engineer talk there in the beginning. Wow. Just do what I can, friend. <laughs> well, we're pro at what we're pro at. That's right. Well, this is Hayden Outbound Podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Shane. And I'm Jeremiah. We'll see you guys next time. Go Wildcats.